What's up everybody, welcome back to the Stay United podcast. In today's episode I will be giving my reaction to our first home win of the season against West Bromwich Albion and also looking ahead to our revenge game against Istanbul on Tuesday. Before I get into the episode, if you want to interact with me or stay on top of when episodes are being released, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at stayutdpod. Without further ado, let's speak about West Brom. So, on Saturday, of course, Manchester United finally managed to win a game at home in the Premier League against West Brom, winning 1-0 in the end with a Bruno Fernandes penalty. When I prepare to write my script for the podcast, I have to recollect key moments of the game that I remember. Now, I remember the Martial chance that he should have scored. And Rashford as well. Uh, They were both at either side of the half. You know, one was in the first half, the Martial chance. And Rashford in the second half. Uh, Both should have scored. But to be fair, Sam Johnstone played brilliantly for West Brom. Credit to him. But apart from those chances that I would call clear-cut, and a goal, I wouldn't say we played a great game. But what is important in the end of the day is that we got away with all three points. What is important is that we won our first home game of the Premier League season after four previous attempts. Hopefully that will bring some confidence and consistency our way because it is much needed at this moment of time. But said about the performance I don't think it was amazing poor actually this was a game against West Brom where Ole played the survival game as he has been doing a lot when the pressure has been piled up upon him and I predicted it the only thing I got wrong was the fact that Matic started ahead of McTominay I've I've seen this said on the internet And the more it happens, the more you may start to realise that Ole is almost shaping the team to protect our centre-backs. I remember the Crystal Palace game, first game of the season. The first goal, when one ball took out Lindelof completely and he didn't have the pace to get back. So you see Luke Shaw almost tucking side to fill in for that lost centre-back. But he doesn't acknowledge that Townsend was coming inside the box on his side and when he did realise it was too late. Also, against Brighton, Wan-Bissaka for their second goal, the equaliser late on if you remember, he was almost caught in no man's land inside the boxes. Solly March was free and yes, for that goal Bruno could have picked him up but if he paused at the moment before the ball gets crossed in, Wambisaka should have been marking Soli March and Bruno should have been marking a player who was on the edge of the box. It's very interesting to see because the more I look on Twitter, you know, YouTube and, and hear or see people saying it, is the more I start to notice the same patterns happening time and time again on the pitch. That's almost a non-verbal way to show that 
you don't have confidence in your centre-backs. You don't have confidence in your defence. But there are no other options except for Twanzebe, who I think should be given a good run of games at some point this season. The only question about him is whether he can stay fit and hopefully he can. So yeah, I found that interesting. But getting back to the performance, it was boring. West Brom on another day could have scored quite a few goals if it wasn't for the woodwork and David De Gea being himself. Except for a few well-worked plays, we really looked slow and lethargic. And that's down to the tactics, no doubt. Because we have seen these performances way too many times now. Quite a few times before. Um, even though I did predict a similar team, a part of me wanted to see us come out and really go at the necks of our opponent. But instead, we came out like the shy kid standing by the corner of the room in a party. That is the best way I can really put it. After Istanbul, you know, which is a, a should win, we have Southampton. And if we play like this against them, they will rip us apart. They are playing with confidence. Yes, they do have uh, Danny Ings injured, uh, but, you know, guys are stepping up. Che Adams is in form. Um, Ward Prowse has been playing brilliantly recently. So they are playing with confidence and no fear. And you have to, you know, keep in mind this is away from home, whether it's home or away. Teams don't fear Manchester United anymore. So if we turn up playing like this, we will get ripped apart against Southampton. We cannot continue to come out so cautious and expect positive results. And furthermore, that is not what Manchester United is about. Ole, of all people, should know that. If you don't have the personnel in order for you to play the way you want to play, or we should be playing, voice it. Don't just be a puppet for the board and say you're happy with what you have, because as, as fans, we clearly see what we need. You know, we clearly see that we need reinforcements in multiple positions. So say it. Be clear about it. And if that costs you the job, then so be it. But at least you had the courage to stand up to the board and say what you really need because you are the manager. And right now, Ole is being set up to fail. Yes, he is making mistakes. By, and he has made mistakes so far this season. But the board from the start of this season, at the end of, you know, starting from the transfer window, set him up to fail by not getting the signings that he wanted. So he needs to voice now. He needs to use his voice. Heading over to the Istanbul game. I don't even have much to say about this. After losing against them away, we have given PSG a chance. It's not a must win, but it is a should win, if you know what I mean. Surely, Manchester United at home should be beating a side that is currently sixth in the Turkish Super League. Surely. But you never know these days with football, right? Predicted lineup. I'm looking at the team that started in a reverse fiction. And it could be similar. 
I think Ole will stay with the 4-2-3-1 for the foreseeable future, to be honest. Maybe he's trying to find some consistency. He doesn't trust the diamond. He doesn't trust the team with the diamond formation. So I think that's his safe formation. That's his, you know, safe house, if you like to call it that. Um, so Dean Henderson in goal. He has to start in these <laughs> easier on paper games because he's currently just rotting on the bench. You know, David has been so great. And with that situation, it's almost a positive and a negative because the competition has seemed to have brought the best out of David De Gea once again. But then that leaves Dean Henderson, someone that is earning 120k a week on the bench for prolonged periods of time. Because you can't just rotate keepers like that without it affecting their sharpness and morale, to be fair. Um, Maguire and Lindelof as the centre-backs Wan-Bissaka and Tellez as full-backs um, I would want Pogba and Van der Beek starting together in the midfield Something positive If I see that lineup on Tuesday I automatically know that Ole is playing positive But I don't see that happening Which is a shame you know, but one can hope. Bruno in cam as usual. Rashford on the left. I will put Dan James on the right. He scored a good goal in that international break and he deserves another chance. You never know. Maybe he forces himself back into the starting lineup for Southampton. You know, Mata, he's been in the lineup recently playing on the right and I don't think he's played his best. So now it's time to give Dan James another chance. Then Cavani up top. For me, Martial needs a little break. Put him on the bench and give him a rest. Cavani is more than good enough to lead the line against Istanbul. With all due respect. And, you know, Martial hasn't been his best for club and country. He looks tired and, and a little sloppy. So give him a rest. Make sure that he's ready for Sunday. And yeah, you have to realise that Martial not long ago came back from an injury. So... He, he looks tired, he looks sloppy, just give him a rest. Let him sit down for a match. Don't even bring him on against Istanbul. Let him sit down, let him relax himself and then make sure that he's fully fit for Sunday. But yeah, that is my lineup. Tweet me with who you would start with the formation included at Stay UTD Pod on Twitter. But we have come to the end of the Stay United podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, along with all my previous ones, Sharing it around will be much appreciated in order to help grow in our community. Remember, if you want to interact with me or stay on top of when episodes are coming out, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at stayutdpod. Bring on Istanbul. And until the next match reaction, stay united, my peoples. <laughs>